0: welcome welcome to the social stylist podcast my name is lindsey pruitt and i'm here to help you navigate the social space so grab your favorite drink pull up a chair and let's get social hello and welcome back to the social stylist podcast I am so excited about this episode today. It is my most asked question, what is your story? And we're gonna break this into a couple separate parts because it's a fun one, like all of our stories are. We have all experienced so much in our lives and can help each other so much in our growth, in our business, and in our lives. This is why I'm sharing it, is because I just truly feel like we cannot share our stories enough, but yet we hardly ever do. (laughs) We hardly ever do. And so I hope today that you find the clarity that you need and the strength that you need to get through entrepreneurship. It is so freaking hard to grow a business. And so don't for one second think that I just figured it out and that I'm perfect in this because I am not. I am so not that. I am here to share the messy and the crazy and the what the actuals that happened in my business along the way (laughs) because we've all had them and I'm just going to kind of start with where I started. So along with the biggest question being, what is your story? The next question is, so why marketing? Why social media management? How did you get here? So that's truly the journey I'm going to be sharing with you because obviously we could be here for freaking days of me telling you all the ins and outs of all the things that happened. But truly, I have always had this, I call it like a subconscious knowing that I was supposed to be in marketing in some, in some capacity. I didn't know how, I didn't know when it would happen, but I just knew that, I mean, I've always been obsessed with marketing. So back in high school, yeah, we're taking it all the way back to high school for just one hot second. So all the way back in high school, I wanted to go to college for business and marketing. That was my big dream back then. I didn't really know how I was going to get through it, you know? So I was like, you know what? I'm going to be responsible and I am going to find a way to pay for my college so that it's not all on my parents type thing. I'm going to be responsible and I'm going to figure this out. And so there was this program called EVIT in Arizona that they would come around and talk about their programs that you could get high school credit for. And it was so awesome. And to be honest, I really did not have a great high school experience. That could be a whole episode in and of itself if you guys care, but (laughs) it was terrible and that's okay. So anyways, my high school experience wasn't great. And when they were talking about how you could leave campus, you could get high school credit and learn something really cool. I was like, I am all in. What can I learn? (laughs) And one of their things was cosmetology. And I was like, that sounds so fun. That sounds so fun. If anything, I'll just learn really cool stuff. I'll learn how to color hair. I'll learn how to style hair. And all my friends will love me and... And then I remember sitting down with my mom and she's like, yeah, that would be really smart. You know, just like doing the mom thing, you know, you could always have a trade so you can always make money and have something to fall back on. And I was like, yeah, that sounds super awesome to be super responsible and have this thing that I could always do. Because my biggest goal and dream in life was to have a family and be able to provide for my family. And so that really aligned with who I was even back then. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. So I did cosmetology in high school and it was awesome. One of the things in hair school that changed my life though, which I need to reach out to my hair school teacher. I think I still follow her on Facebook, but what is Facebook? I'm just kidding. So she changed my life and I don't think I've ever told her that story. That's so sad. Anyways, she really changed my life. So to give it some context, I am an introvert introvert I used to hide behind my parents legs when I was a little kid and I just did not like talking to people people thought I was super popular in high school because I was this dancer and cheerleader and thought I was that person but truly I was in the library at lunchtime doing my homework that's who I really was and so anyways I was an introvert So I go to beauty school and I'm so quiet. I don't really share my personality. I just don't really talk. I just like do my work and I just whatever. So one day my teacher pulls me aside and she's like, Lindsay, Lindsay Johnson. that's, That's my maiden name. You need to be able to communicate with people because if you cannot talk to people in this business, you will not be successful. That's all she said to me. And it still hits me too my core because when I was younger I just had this sense of knowing that I would be successful and I would tell myself all of the time I am successful I will be successful and so when she said that word successful like you will not be successful that hit me so hard because I mean affirmations weren't really talked about back then but that was an affirmation without knowing that that I would say to myself all the time and so I immediately started to try to learn how to communicate better. First with my family, I sucked at communicating then. And truly, I am still learning how to communicate. It is so, so hard for me. And it's always a constant lesson that I'm having to learn (laughs) is communication. So anyways, that was really my first propelling me forward into becoming better at marketing and more comfortable at marketing was realizing that, I needed to learn how to have conversations with people. And that's something that is still lacking today that we can kind of walk through in a separate episode. But on the opposite end of the spectrum, we are bombarded all of the time on social media. And so we feel like we're really good at communicating because we text and we send messages and emojis and cute stuff. But when it comes to face to face, we do not know how to communicate. And that bleeds into every aspect in your life, your business, your marketing, your family life, your social, life, all of it. And so anyways, we're gonna dive into that in another episode, but that's why it truly hit me to my core. Cause I was like, if I do not master this, this will bleed into everything and I will not be successful. And so as I started to talk to more people and start like becoming more social with people, that's where I really found like whenever I was working behind the chair, That's how I started to see more success as a commission stylist. So one of the hardest things I had to do when it came to marketing myself back then, back then it was like literally 10 years ago, back then doing hair, marketing for your business, your behind the chair business was so different. I would have to go business to business with my business cards to people's homes in the area and just talk about myself and my business and how... I could help them. That's really like as simple as I can make it. That's what I did. And we really relied on referrals because social media was not a thing back then. And so you had to really master how to have a conversation with someone. That was so extremely hard for me because I had to go into freaking, I remember going into, there was a Buffalo Wild Wings. I don't know if there's a Buffalo Wild Wings where you guys are at, but it's just this wing place or whatever. And I I walk in there and the manager's like, hi, can I help you? And I was like, um, yeah. So I noticed that people put their business cards up here. Like, can I put these here? And she's like, well, yeah, but what do you do? And I was like, oh crap, you're actually asking me? And I just froze. I froze. and I don't even know how long it was. It felt like an eternity. It was probably maybe two seconds. And then I was like, okay, bye. And I just gave her my business cards and I left. But that is truly my first kind of entry into building a business through marketing for my hair company, my hair business. So anyways, one of the biggest things that I teach is just putting yourself out there and not being afraid. Because here's the thing. Marketing now is so fun because we get these free platforms that we get to just talk about what we do and we get to show how fun it is. There's just so many fun ways that we can share with people why they need to come and see us and stuff. And it's like, why are we not utilizing these platforms? And one of the biggest things that I noticed is these hairstylists like you guys and beauty entrepreneurs in general, you guys are not even using a quarter, a quarter of what Instagram, just Instagram alone can offer you and unlock for you for your business. There are so many limiting beliefs behind what you should say, what you can share, what you shouldn't share. It's just crazy. And the best thing that you can do is to literally just do whatever you want. What makes social media feel fun for you? What makes it feel fun? Do that. Do whatever makes social media feel fun to you because your audience is wanting to get to know you and who you are before they even step foot into your salon if you do not show who you are, you will not convert sales. And if you do convert sales, it's not going to be the true clients that you want in your chair. It's going to be some people that are just fully trusting who you are, which is fine. But if you really want those ideal clients to sit in your chair, you have to show them who you are. You have to talk about your story. You have to do all of those things on social media. Sidebar, but on this podcast, there's going to be lots of sidebars. When I feel like I need to say something, I will just say it. But back to my story. <laughs> so anyways, I was going door to door then and giving my business cards out. So that was really like my first time marketing my business. I really grew my business back then though doing that. It's crazy. I was fully booked and it led me into my next business venture. I was able to leave the commission salon that I was at. That was really hard because I loved everyone I worked with. Maybe not everybody, but majority of them, I am still friends with today and we still talk on social media and text and all that and it's just so rad, but I left that space and I decided to go chair rental and that's really where my business took off. I did a lot of things wrong, not going to lie. I worked so many hours. I was working five days a week, mostly 12-hour days, just trying to get people in the door. I was barely charging anything. It was horrible because back then there was really not that much education on what you should charge, why you should charge it. You would really base your prices on whoever was working with you in the salon. You wouldn't even really look past who you were working with in the salon to figure out your pricing. It was so funny. But I was barely charging a thing. That was rough, 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 rough. So then I actually got married and that's kind of really where a lot of hard things started happening, not in our marriage, but just me. I went through a lot of health problems then. I had lost a significant amount of my hair. I would probably even go as far to say like at least half of the hair on my head was gone at that point. It was three months before my husband and I were supposed to get married and I lost so much hair that I was going to wear clip-ins for my wedding and I couldn't even clip hair in into my hair. Like I did not have enough hair for the clips to even hold And it was so scary. Even my parents were scared. And I was just like, I can't be a bald hairdresser. That's just, I can't do that, you know? And it was, it was a really hard time for me. And then let alone getting married, I was like, and Trent's not going to want to marry me anymore. And it was just, it was a very hard time. And that is where me specializing in hair extensions was really birthed because I was having my own crisis with my own hair. And I was like, someone, I don't even know who it was who did my extensions for the first time. That's so sad. But someone installed hair extensions in my hair and I was like, this is truly life-changing. Life-changing. I had never had hair like that. I had always had horrible hair. I did not get hair till I was four years old and it was the worst hair. And if my friends that have done my hair before i have the most wild hair and you guys will never expect it it is so kinky curly frizzy hair it's insane (laughs) and so my hair has just always been a really hard thing for me and i really feel like even me entering the hair space that was another subconscious kind of push for me to enter the hair space was because i had always struggled with my hair i was never the girl with the full ponytail with the long hair i always had a bob all the way through my senior year and into my first few years of doing hair, I always had short hair. And so hair extensions really changed my life in so many different ways, just my confidence, but also my business. I was able to provide a service for women that were just like me going through very serious hair loss in their life to be able to give them back their confidence. And that I thought was going to be my end-all be all Even now, that is the biggest thing that I miss from working behind the chair was seeing my clients' faces, even though they had been seeing me for years. It was like I had given them their hair extensions for the first time all over again, every single eight weeks that they would come see me. And it was just so magical. I truly miss that moment. But I just, with this extension company that I had been working with, One of the things I had noticed when I first started with them, I was working through their program or whatever. I was like, everyone's marketing looks the exact same. How can I make myself stand out? Because here in Gilbert, Arizona, there are so many people that do extensions. I remember counting one time and I was like, there are 29 artists in five square miles of where I live that do hair extensions. That is insane, you guys, insane. Especially being in Gilbert. I'm not in LA or New York or anything like that. It was literally Gilbert, Arizona. And I was like, how am I going to grow an extension business and a successful one at that? This company was preaching huge numbers, which that's a whole nother episode in and of itself. And I was like, "How, how can I do that? They're based in California. To me, that's just different. But how can I do that and be different and set myself apart? So I just kind of started becoming obsessed with marketing. And so I kind of had brought my subconscious knowing that I needed to do marketing to the forefront of my mind and really started pouring into learning more about marketing. And one of the biggest things that I noticed initially was that how can I set myself apart? And I really looked inward and I was like, okay, this company, most of these girls are marketing themselves as Beachy hair, which is not a bad thing at all. It's beautiful. But that's not who I really was. A, I was like, I don't even live near the beach. I live in a freaking desert. There's no water anywhere. And how can I market beachy hair that just doesn't feel right to me? And plus, I'm a mountain girl. I love the mountains. I do love beach time though. I love both. But if I had to choose one, it would be mountains, hands down. Especially my husband and I are obsessed with Telluride. And so anyways we are mountain people. But anyway, so that was one thing that I noticed and I really started digging deep in myself was, okay, how can I set myself apart from these other amazing style? Because you guys, it wasn't like there was just all these new hair extension artists. There were some very established extension artists around me and they did the most amazing work, the most beautiful work I've ever seen. And they still do the most beautiful work I've ever seen. And I'm like, how in the actual crap am I going to do this? And so, yeah, just me looking inwards and saying, okay, how can I be different? And really digging deep and finding those core aspects that made me different is really what changed the game for me and my marketing. And that's still true today. Making sure that you are focusing on who you are versus someone else and how they market their business is what's going to help get those ideal clients to you. Have them really start coming in droves, to be honest. And so that was the first thing that kind of nudged me in the right direction was me noticing that pattern. And that's just kind of how it's been ever since then. I have, at that point, I had never taken any formal training on social media. I didn't know anything other than from the social media gurus that really came out. I don't even know. I started noticing them maybe five years ago. Gary Vee and Grant Cardone, those big time marketing guru people that we know today that are just huge in the industry, but they were not beauty entrepreneurial. No, it was all very corporate, very real estate, all of those bigger type things in life that I was like, okay, how can I relay this into hairstylist terms and using my own marketing? And so that's just kind of how I started. I was learning from people in different industries. I was starting to connect dots. I was starting to see different patterns in ways that I was growing. And I was helping other stylists around me be able to grow their social medias as well. And people just started asking me questions. Hey, I saw that you did this. Why did you do it? And I was like, I don't know. Let me get back to you. And then I would come back with an answer. Yeah, you should do it too, because this is the results I've been getting from it. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It's just been working. So why not try it out? And so for the last at least three years. That's how it's been, if not four of people asking me stuff. And I really didn't pay any attention to it because I was so, so deep in building my hair extension brand and my business. Because remember, hair school paints this picture for us. You can be a salon owner and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's the vision of success that I'm following. Because again, I'm all about, okay, you will be successful. That was something that I had told myself for years. And so I was like, okay, so if that's what success means as a Beauty professional then that as a hairstylist that's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna go build a salon so I was on this trajectory to do that and long story short that just obviously wasn't it for me and I was working at the salon it was a chair rental place and it was so much fun you guys I met some of the most incredible stylists I swear I have been put in spaces with these stylists that I'm like how am I even able to work with you right now you are so freaking cool <laughs> And you are so fun. It's so awesome we get to be friends. But anyways, we all kind of decided that we were going to open up a studio and that's where a lot of issues started happening for me and my business. I had just gotten pregnant with Lennon and it took my husband and I 5 years to get pregnant with her. It was a, it was really hard. It was it was really really hard. And when I had finally gotten pregnant with her, I was so excited, so excited to be a mom. I was so excited that I had this business, that I was growing, and that I was going to build a studio and all this stuff, and it was going to be awesome. And After I had Lennon, a lot changed. <laughs> Bless her, sweetheart. She did not sleep. Truly, she still doesn't sleep through the night consistently. She has always struggled to sleep, and she would get up when she was first born. Probably for the first year of her life, she would get up at least every 45 minutes to every hour, hour and a half consistently every single night. And that was so hard. And honestly, that will be like its own episode because those two years of my life were the darkest, hardest times of my life. Not just personally, but also business-wise because I'm a firm believer in... Your personal life bleeds into your business and your business into your personal life. And those two years taught me a lot and taught me exactly why I need to be in this place right now that I'm in and why it's important to slow down and take time for you. To be able to pour into other people and your family, you have to take time for you. And again, that's going to probably be another episode because that has become to my core who I am and why I teach social media the way that I do is because I know a lot of you are also moms and you guys are hustling and you are trying to build this dream business of yours and that's what I'm here to help you do is to do that successfully without feeling so burnt out and feeling like you can't have a business and Be the mom that you want to be and the wife that you want to be, or just do what you want to do without feeling so burned out all the time. And so I'm very excited to share that part of my story with you. That will be our part two, but I really, really hope that you'll join me for part two because that's truly where my social media marketing journey begins. And like I said, why I teach what I teach because the The funny thing about life is that you start on one path thinking, this is where I'm going, this is what I'm doing, and this is why I'm doing it. But if you're smart enough, you will always keep your eyes up and looking around for other opportunities because you just never know what those opportunities will give you and where they will lead you in life. And I'm so grateful. So grateful for amazing people in my life that Help me stop and see those opportunities before I let them pass me by. Because there's no way that I would be where I am today without them. So, (laughs) man, I knew this one would be emotional for me because I really don't talk about my full story in its entirety ever. (laughs) But man, life really throws you some curveballs and shapes you into an incredible person. Holy crap really pushes you outside your comfort zone to be that person so i hope you enjoyed this episode and i hope that it will kind of show you that All of us have a story worth sharing, truly. And I encourage you today to hop on your social media and share, if not your full story, just even like part of it. You will be amazed at who comes out of the woodwork to be like, oh my gosh, that happened to me too, or oh my gosh, I'm going through that too. There is so much power in sharing our stories. So today, I'm going to encourage you to take the time to share a part of your story with your audience. So I hope you join me for part two of my story. I'm going to be talking a little bit more about my recent mess ups in my business when I built my studio all of the lessons that I learned from my studio how I truly transformed into a whole different person in the last two years and oh man all the hardships that came with it but all of the joys that came with it too so I will see you next week